for listening to the Red Letter Business Podcast presented by Christian Businessmen's Connection, Oklahoma. Each episode, we're talking with ordinary businessmen who have impacted the lives of others as they live out their faith at work. That's the mission of CBMC, helping men know God, discover His purpose in their work, and make a significant impact in the lives of others. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to the Red Letter Business Podcast. My name is Tyler Dubose, and here with me always is Adrian Saavedra. Adrian, man, how are we doing today? I'm doing well, Tyler. Thanks Thanks for asking. Glad to be back. Excited to launch into this study of what we're calling James on Business. And James on Business is just, uh, we're going to go through the book of James slowly. We're going to look at what he has to say about how we ought to orient and live our lives and how that applies in the business world. And beyond that, we're going to look at some of these incredible stories that we've listened to from some of the men that we know that have actually lived these things out in their life. And so with us today, we have Brad Sheriff. I I invited Brad um, because we're going to be looking at a passage in James today, James chapter 1. Uh, that talks about having joy in our trials. And that's a really foreign concept to a lot of people. But in Oklahoma, where we live, oil and gas is a big part of our economy. And so with, with oil and gas, when the good times are good, ten, they tend to be really good. But when they are bad and when they go south, it affects a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And so Brad, I've, I'm familiar with his story. Uh, when When the downturn of the economy happened in oil and gas um, he actually was was laid off and so I invited him here because I I want him to I think a lot of people can relate to your story Brad of being laid off but also finding joy and trusting God through a hard time and seeing how God can use that in your life to grow you so Brad welcome to the uh, welcome to the podcast thanks for having me it's great to be here yeah. So before you, you jump into your story, I'm just going to throw it right. We like to just get right Absolutely, into it. Yeah. So before we do that, let me just read this, this passage in James really quick. Uh, starting in, in verse 2 of chapter 1, it says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So... Brad, I've asked you here to tell your story. So tell me, what has been an experience at work, uh, in your work life, where you were joyful even though you were going through a really hard trial? Absolutely, yeah, for, for sure. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, as you asked me this question and to think about it, you know, looking back at my career, um, I've been here, been fortunate and blessed to be a part of the Oklahoma City uh, market for about 25 years and have seen a, a, a bunch of different great companies. I've spent a lot of my career at Sonic Industries here locally and then some at uh, Integris Health and then uh, back and joined the oil and gas industry back in about 11 or 12. And so um, for me, the the uh, one of the most trying experiences of my life um, and honestly one of the, like we've talked about, one of the most joyous experiences too has been living through um, the, the oil and gas industry as a whole and kind of riding the roller coaster and, and being, being a part of of an organization at uh, back at Chesapeake Energy when I was there for several years, of uh, of incredible group, um, and so for me the trial that that really we found joy in, like you mentioned, was back in '15 when uh, you know kind of downturn, one of many downturns, kind of kind of was pronounced and. Uh, 
and and me and and several other f friends and folks were were affected by by the layoff and so and me and that's right tyler was part of part of one of those as well so you know you know i guess that's my message you know and what i think god's put on my heart for today is that you know through all these uh, ups and downs you know he's consistent and he's been been tried and true he knows what what i need he's he's fed the birds he's going to feed me and my our family's right tyler he's uh, yes, he's uh, he's faithful and so that's that to me is where you know it's it's really hard and i know many friends are still going through that i know there's been other other waves of of layoffs and not only at chesapeake other places mm -hmm. and uh to me finding joy in that is nearly impossible but i think if you have uh, you know kind of a broader eternal perspective on what's happening um, during that time it's 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 possible so god put some some things i'd love to tell you more about here as we get going um in my path during that time that i think were challenging but also looking back on them were some of the most formative things that I'd experienced in my career as well. So appreciate being here. Yeah, and, and so that's we're going to dig a little bit more deeper into that. And, and one of the things that I just think about is, you know, we're all we're all rooting for Chesapeake and, and the other industries. It's not just Chesapeake. It's it's a lot, you know, Devon, uh, all these other uh, oil and gas companies, they've had to make some tough choices. Good people, mm -hmm. but it's just a reality that, businesses face and not just oil and gas just sometimes you have to make difficult choices and it's not necessarily a reflection on the company it's just it is what it is and so in those moments it's really hard to see God's plan and so Brad I'd love for you just to kind of walk through what it was like and even Tyler you you had to experience that as well so I'd love to hear what what it was like to experience that where you were part of one of those layoffs and you had you had to come to a point in your life where you where you say i'm either going to trust god in this or i'm not mm -hmm. so walk just walk me through those experiences with you guys and, and for our listeners who are possibly right now absolutely in that very uh, same moment absolutely and tyler i don't know how it was for you but for me it was that moment of when you're told you know you're you're no longer going to work here you know, the, there's a wave of emotions that are going going through your head, and you know, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of doubt, there's a lot of what did I do wrong? You know, what's 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 going to happen? You know, financial fears, what's going to happen to my family? You know, I've got a mortgage, I've got kids in college. You know, all those things are are just you know, um, those immediate things that kind of go through your head. And then you know, at least from, and during my experience, I don't know how it was for you, but I was you know that that wave of fear to me kind of um, subsided and, and transitioned into, okay, now what do I, what do I do next? So if I found myself, I don't know about you, but I found myself at church about an hour after I had uh, been laid off, uh, almost, you know, humbly in tears, you know, God open whatever door I'm supposed to walk through. Um, and, you know, to me, there's a, a, a lot of, I think, I don't know how others experiences too. For me, there was a lot of guilt there too, because I think in reflecting back on, on, I think what was most important to me at the time uh, during that experience with honestly working for some of the fi finest people I'd ever worked with, um, I, I started to find myself um, enjoying the identity of the organization more than I probably should have. You know, there's a lot of great things that were happening there. There's a lot of fantastic fun things. And I think that it's easy to get kind of trapped by that. And, you know, I know James also talks about temptations and, and the distractions that Satan tries to throw in front of, in front of you. And, um, you know, I, I was comfortable, you know, and I was, I was uh, enjoying, um, you know, the me part of my career probably more than, than I probably should have. And that really is, you know, to me, the, the perspective builder that I think um, God put me through is that, hey, your identity is not in this logo or this business. Your identity is in me. 
I gave you the talents and skills and capabilities that you have. You know, it's not it's not about you. It's about how I, you can reflect me in your daily lives. So that's me for me has been that was the awakening that I had. I don't know how was it for you, Tyler? Yeah, it, it was really similar, like eerily very similar. Uh, honestly, uh, you mentioned being at church about an hour after you you were laid off, and I, I did the same thing. Uh, I went home, got out of my business clothes because I didn't need those anymore, <laughs> and uh, I went up to church and. Uh, found a, a trusted friend and cried for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think I was still, obviously, you know, it was just, just happened that morning, but a little bit in shock and not really sure, um, you know, like you were saying, like, what, what do I do next? You know, uh, where I'm on the op, uh, a different end of the spectrum as far as uh, live stage. I have I had a little child. Uh, I, mean, I think she was maybe one and a half. And uh, we had just gotten back uh, from a doctor's appointment. Uh, and found out that we'd have, we're having another baby. Wow. Um, so obviously, you know, obviously like a lot of fears going on at that, at that time. And, uh, man, I really identify with what you said about, uh, being comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of worked my way around the organization and, uh, finally found a job where, uh, I, I was really good at it. Um, uh, but then I also got a, a, a good lunch hour and, right. um, I was able to go to the gym and see my wife and my kid was there at daycare. And, yeah. Like you're saying, comfortable, yep. very comfortable. And uh, I, I just think that's not what God wants for us. Absolutely. Uh, and it, it takes things like just pulling the rug out from under you to, to make you uncomfortable and, and say, okay, you know, are you going to trust me? That's right. Focus back on me, right? Right. And that's, that's what I want to dig into next because um, when we look at this, right, it says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you face these times in your life that you've both faced in, these way, in the same way. So let me, let's dig into that because um, a theologian that I really like, his name is Kierkegaard. Most people are familiar with that name. He said this. He said, we live life moving forward, but we understand it looking backward. And so it's not fun. You, you, you both said you went to church and you cried and you were fearful because you have these questions. Tomorrow is uncertain. And the truth is, tomorrow is always uncertain, Absolutely, right? Exactly. It's always uncertain. We, none of us know what tomorrow holds. But now we have this pain from, from yesterday, right? So how do we get, how do you, looking backwards and seeing now, in hindsight, what God has done and brought you through to, to take you to where you are now, where have you found joy in that? And now you can, you can understand, God, now I see what at the time I did not see. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, that is the hardest transitions. And, and to me, you know, getting there as quickly as you can to me is important and figuring out, reminding yourself that there's, there's hope and that you need to figure out where God wants you next. You know, for us, I don't know, I think we were a little bit weird in our family too. We decided that after our experience on back in, you know, 2015, um, that same day after I'd like you, Tyler, shed tears to me, you know, we've always, I don't know how you guys do it in your family. We've always got to try to go on and celebrate big events in our life. And I had, I had, you know, teenage kids at the time and, you know, they're looking at me like, what's going on here? How do we, what does this mean? We're going to have to move, you know, we're going to, we're going to lose our house, you know? And so I'm sitting here, you know, struggling as a parent to figure out what we should do. And I said, let's go celebrate. Let's go out to dinner. And so we actually, um, and my kids looked at me like I was kind of crazy and I felt a little crazy saying it, but um, we went out to dinner that night and, 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 and celebrated, you know, what God is going to do next in our lives. And, um, and have since grown to, to do that more as there's challenging things that we, we experience in our life. Let's figure out what, you know, God's opening other doors. How can we figure out how to, how to find joy 
and get there as quickly as we can. So that, that really, for, for me at the time, and even looking back on it now, uh, my kids have, have, you know, several years ago, my kids have talked about that, that event um, of us going out and, and recognizing that this is a temporary setback and God, God has uh, whatever open door is next for you. God is, can, can make it better. He mm-hmm. might not, he might make it harder, but he, but he has, at least for us, looking back on that experience, um, it's, he's opened all the right doors. I'm still ironically uh, working in the oil and gas industry today. And he's honestly opened up doors. I work at a company here locally called Ascent Resources that's full of fantastic folks as well. And he, he you know, I thought that was the pinnacle of my career. Um, and what God has shown me is there's, there's so much more ahead. And it's not about your business. It's about your influence and about your impact and the people that you work with in your life. And so to me, that's at least, you know, reflecting back on it, I'm so thankful. And I mean, I say that and testify to the greatness of God that I am mm. so thankful that, that he, he broke me in a way that I needed to be broken. And he reminded me that, that the, the food on my table is from him and it's not from the, the sweat of my brow because he put me in the right spots and put me where he wanted, wanted me to be and gave me the, the, the skills and capabilities that I have to, to give him the glory, not my own. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely, and I'm just just to clarify, we did not compare notes before this. But <laughs> the same night that I got that I got let go, we had some really close friends call us and say, "Hey, we're taking you to dinner." And how cool! Um, and then you know we were all weird because we knew we were, we were going to have another baby, and then they're like, "What are y'all?" What's, and I was like, well, "She's pregnant." And then everybody's like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think that what you said was 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 spot on. You know, it, I still have my my pink slip. Mm-hmm. Uh, from that day we have a, a memory shelf in our kitchen um, with just little trinkets if we go on a vacation we can get a little trinket and we put it on the shelf so we can remember these things and I, I put my my pink slip up there to, to remember like that was a pretty brutal day and mm-hmm. there's been a lot of hard days um, because of that but man God opened some really cool doors uh, down the road uh, and it's all part of that story uh, and so it's it's fun to, to see that and remember how God was faithful in all of it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's good. And and the truth is, if if you go into any group of people and you ask this question, how many of you have been shaped by pain? I've I've not met anybody who says no, not me. I've I've never had a hard day in my life. Right? We all have. Now, that doesn't mean we like to go through the painful times or that we seek them out. But we can recognize, you know, God does use those things, mm-hmm. right? And, um, and, and, and so this verse starts to make sense to us that, okay, I don't understand why I'm going through it. I've got this, this painful situation now, and I have no idea what tomorrow holds. But because he brought me through that time in 2015 at, when I left, and I can see his goodness, I've tasted and I've seen that he is good, I can consider it joy mm-hmm. because I know that my questions aren't necessarily answered right now. But God is faithful, and he will get me through this, and he will take care of my family. And in the process, it says here that he's, uh, he's going to grow us, that, that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, right? And let steadfastness have its full effect, that we may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And so we can't get there unless we go through that pain, right? That's for sure. Yeah. We, right. We can't get, and so if we want to be perfect, complete, and lacking in nothing, we know that at some point in our future, that's going to require some pain and and shaping in ways that aren't going to be fun. But the end is going to be that we're going to be perfect and complete 
and lacking in nothing. Yeah. I mean, you think about the, the imagery of a, a blacksmith and him shaping his uh, objects to, to create tools or whatever it is. I mean, you don't just uh, create a, you know, when, when I was in just finished college, I got to do this, this program called The Forge. Uh, based off of this um, kind of word picture and um, you don't create a tool without heating it up first first you got to heat it up and then if you think about it then you got to beat it with a hammer and that's not fun I mean you know God God will do that to us sometimes but but when you come out you're you're closer to being pure you're you're closer to being perfect and being uh, something that can be used uh, but again I mean it doesn't feel good but like you said Adrian like at the end of the day, we come out and we're, we're just that much more pure and closer. Yeah. Absolutely. I love the, uh, this is a little nerdy too, but there's a show on Discovery that where they actually have a, you know, everything can be made into a show now. Now there's one that would actually make knives, right? Have you seen Forged that in one? fire. Forged love it. Forged in fire. Love yeah. it. And, and I know I walk in and, and, and watch that with my wife and she just rolls her eyes at me, but I love it. But to me, what I, what I love about that show is the picture of not only the, the creation of the knife, but there's this process, and I'm not a blacksmith, but I love the picture of not only the the, the beating of the knife, but the quenching of the knife. Knife. Have you watched that? Where yes. they literally the strength of the knife is determined by the process and how well they 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 heat it and form it and then they quench it. And to me, I don't know what it is, but I love the word picture of the of the forge. But I also love the word picture of that cool quench of the knife to strengthen it. And that to me yeah. is where, where the picture, the, I love that even more because it's God, you know, God is that, is that quenching of, has that quenching ability in your life to say, you know, relax, I'm, I'm making you into something that I'm going to use. I will, I, you're a tool for me. You're not a tool for this world. So don't be distracted by these temporary setbacks. You know, we've, 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 we beat you. We've heat, heated you up. Now you're, you're in the cool breeze. You're in the cool water. Now go get to work for me. And that's a, it's a great picture. So let me dig into something else that you guys said. So as you were telling your stories, you had mentioned that you were before you were working for this great company, you're enjoying life, but you started to maybe even find your identity and, and who you were and what you were doing in, in the company and in the logo. So that's a temptation. So maybe there's listeners right now that haven't lost their job. Maybe they're comfortable. Maybe they're enjoying what God has them doing. And um, what are some things? So here's my it's a couple of questions. What are some, some ways that can take our joy, right? What are some of those ways that, that are, are lies and they, they can steal our joy from what God really wants us focused on? And talk about that progression of temptation. And I'm going to preempt that question by reading these verses in, in, in uh, 13, starting in verse 13. It says this. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. So what does that look like for you for you guys when when you were life was going good, you know, and that logo was was tempting you, right? Sure. Tyler, I don't know about you, but for me, you know, the the biggest tempter is you mentioned in your words too, Adrian, it's about yourself, you know, it's about pride. It's about, it's about being recognized, you know, it's about the corporate ladder. It's about, you know, for, at least for me, you know, Satan uses these little things. Hey, you know, you're, you're doing pretty well. You know, I'm opening all these, uh, these right doors for you. People, people are starting to see you and you're becoming more visible. You know, this is, you're important. You're kind of a big deal. 
And that's not it. I mean, that's, that's the, to me, where Satan gets a foothold is when you're thinking more about yourself than you are about the Lord. And, you know, it's so easy. I don't know how it is, was, was for you, but it's so easy in a big corporate environment where, you know, this type of behavior, that type of behavior, this thing can get you ahead. Maybe it's a little bit questionable or it's a little bit, you know, off the, off the norm of what you, you know, you're, you're wired to do, you know, well, how, how was it for you? What was yours? So while I was there, I honestly don't, I don't feel like that, that was like a huge issue. I've never been like, I've got to climb this ladder and, but, but the, the selfishness, um, after being laid off and, um, even when it bled into my next role, of just saying like, you know what, Tyler, like, I, I believe this lie. I said, Tyler, you, you serve people all the time. So why don't, why don't you just make today, make today about you. Mm-hmm. You do, you make it about you today. And then guess what? You do that one day, then right. it just rolls over the next day. And then all of a sudden you've been making it about you for months. And, uh, that was something that I really struggled with. And even still today, I mean, that's a, that's a lie that, that we're all tempted with, I think, is that, you know, why is this, this is about you and make sure you look good and make sure that they see your value. And right. uh, when it's not my value that I, I should want to be seen, I should want Christ in me to be seen uh, rather than, than what my fleshly body could do. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Pride is to me, that's the, the biggest tempter is, you know, Satan wants, wants to, you know, get that reflection of that mirror back on you and think more about you than the, than the, than the man who put you there. So, yeah. And so, that's the last part of this passage that I want to dig into, and you both mention it. It's, it's deception. Mm-hmm. And James says here, and this is regardless of what industry you work in, it's universal, whatever your job is as you're listening to this. Do not be deceived. That's what it says in verse 16. My beloved brothers, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights. And so that's the takeaway from today is no matter where you're at, no matter where you have a job or you're in danger of being laid off, or maybe you don't have the position you want in the company, if we can keep that thought that everything that we have right now is from a good and perfect father, it's a gift, then that helps us stay in that spot where we can resist the temptation to think otherwise because it's deceptive, right? So, you know, the last part I want to wrap up, and, and Brad, we ask every everybody this question. Everybody that we bring in, we ask them the same question. When you're going through that process, you can't go through it alone. And, and there might be some some listeners out there who, who are, are wondering, man, I'm walking through this trial, and I don't know who to, where to turn. Who... Who did God use in your life to come alongside you and remind you of these truths, remind you that, man, this is temporary, that this isn't going to last forever? Uh, and who encouraged you and picked you up? Who, who has God used in your life to help shape you, other Christian believers? Absolutely. Talk about that. Yeah, for me, you know, the, the center of our universe has been and will be forever for us as our local church. Yeah. So um, my family and I have gone to Henderson Hills here locally for a long, long time. And so God has placed men and, and other, other folks, women and children, my kids and my lot are all around me. To, to give me kind of the Barnabas, the encouragement as I needed it at the right times, and honestly, accountability as well. So mm-hmm. we've had a very active um, community group 
at our church where, you know, people that are kind of at the same station in our life and men that can help urge, urge us on. And I'll be honest with you, I leaned on, on those, those individuals, um, throughout that trial for us, um, a lot. So, um, really, you know, knowing that there's other people that have been through this, um, centered, centered around, you know, folks in, in my industry and, and around others that you know, know this is just a temporary thing. Um, God used that, use that. He's our pastors. You know, we have, we have fantastic pastors at our church that really came alongside and, and helped us, you know, um, just helped us re- remind us that it, really the truth of this is, is it's, you know, it's, it'll be over before you know it, but, uh, that, and, you know, and, and groups like yours, I mean, CBMC has been around a long time and, you know, for you guys, you know, I would, I would speak directly to anybody that's listening, that's going through this or that might be, uh, potentially on the horizon for you. Um, if you're not plugged into a group of, of men or, or folks that can help you, um, you know, when you need it, you should, you should reach out, you know, if you're not a local church, I mean, I know for me, if you, you know, grab me on social media, um, or any one of us will be happy to help you get plugged in somewhere because that to me is, you know, I, I described it as kind of smoothing the edges through the trial. You know, the, the valley of the shadow of, of darkness was, was, uh, was not one that I had to walk through by myself. It was pastors at our church and, and, and folks that honestly, you know, have, have saved me. So my kids too, I got to be honest with you, I got a shout out to my, my three kids. Mm. Um, they were encouragements through this, my wife as well. You know, the belief um, that they had in me and, and, and know, knowing that, that this was, that God was gonna take care of us because he always has. And that to me is the biggest testimony that I think that I have is that if, if I had to have gone through this by myself, I'm sure Tyler, you feel the same way. It sounds like you got, got, you got a good group of folks at home and, and friends as well. Um, if, you're, if you're not plugged in, um, I encourage you to do it. So it's, that's the best way to do it. Well, I appreciate that. And, and again, we ask everybody that question because the purpose of this podcast is not only to uh, chew up and, and talk about what God's Word says, how we can operate our businesses and orient our, our life at work, but to also see the value that, man, it's a lot easier to go go through that with somebody else, to walk through life with somebody else. And that's, that's our whole purpose here at CBMC, is to come alongside men um, and help them become who God wants them to be. And we do that in various different ways, uh, through our Connect 3 teams, through one-on-one discipleship, our Young Professionals program, our Trusted Advisors program. So we, that, is, that is what we take joy in. So if you're listening out there and you listen to Brad and, and, and heard the value of having somebody come alongside you through that tough time, or the value of having somebody there with you to help you from resisting the temptation of becoming prideful, right or finding your identity in your work those times we need other people as well absolutely we need people in our life to help us see what we can't see in ourselves so brad man i just want to thank you so much for for your time and for sharing your story uh it's didn't want to come in here and and open up old wounds but i know i know you brad and i know that's a joy for you to share this to encourage other people and um, we just really appreciate you taking the time out for doing that. Well, thank you both for having me and for everyone out there. Uh, appreciate that, uh, the ability to come listen today. And uh, if you guys ever need anything, uh, let us know. And thanks again for letting me be a part of this today, guys. Absolutely. Thank you, Brad. Thank you for listening to the Red Letter Business Podcast presented by CBMC Oklahoma. Each episode explores a story of an ordinary businessman who has had extraordinary impact on the lives of people they work with. Have you ever wondered how God wants to use you in his story? We'd love to be a part of your journey in figuring out how God wants to use you, whether that's through one of our C3 teams, Young Professional Program, our Trusted Advisors Forum, 
or a one-on-one discipleship relationship. Visit cbmcok.com to get connected. Hit subscribe and join us for our next episode. Have a great day.